This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ communities, this is Well, 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 brought to you every week by Thorn Harbour Health. Coming to you from Joy's Victorian Pride Centre, here we are on Boomerang Country. I'm your host, Rachel Cook. Joined this episode by the lovely Jack Crimson. Am I lovely? Is that me? I think you are. Oh, goodness. How are you, Jack? I'm doing okay. Um, I mean, I, I find it a bit funny that at the this point in the recording that we've all just kind of like hit a bit of a lull um, in, in in the studio pretty much um, and uh, that but we're here yeah. we're present we're, we're recording here. and we've got plenty coming up this show as well um, Rachel I guess what are we talking about this week well coming up next we'll be speaking with Deb Chumbley who is an ambassador from Breast Green Victoria so they've just launched a new campaign which is actually in partnership with Thorn Harbour Health. The campaign looks fantastic uh, and it's all about raising awareness of the importance of regular breast screening among LGBTIQ populations because just like other screening programs mm. such as cervical cancer for example yep. we see that our community is really under screen so it's a really great new campaign that we're really happy to be involved with. Fantastic. Stay with us uh, to find out all about that on the show this week on Well, Well, Well. You're getting Well, Well, Well with the team from Thorn Harbour Health. Deb Chumley is an ambassador at Breast Screen Victoria and she joins us this evening. Hi, Deb. How are you? Hi, Rachel. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Now, just start off with the basics. Uh, How did you become a Breast Screen Victoria ambassador? Uh, that's a bit of a funny question, really, because um, I can't honestly recall. I think what happened is I had a breast screen myself and they sent me a survey and I answered the survey. And I think in that survey it must have had a question about my LGBTIQA status and perhaps it ticked the box saying, are you happy to help? And I feel like that's where um, the adventure all began. And so what, what, what was there like a, a recruitment process? What, what did you have to go through to actually, uh, you know, become the ambassador? Well, I think that was the recruitment process. Oh. So I had, um, <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had an early phone call from Breast Team Victoria um, that sort of just talked through what they were looking for and asked a little bit about myself. And, yeah, the next thing I know, I sort of had an invite and a date to come down to Melbourne for the photo shoot. And then, of course, it all got cancelled and postponed because of COVID. Um, and it really only happened, yeah, not all that long ago. So, yeah, it all it all got a little bit lost, I think, along the way. But certainly a fun process, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess, when did you start uh, first start screening um, and, and I guess why? So I started screening really just after I turned 50, which was as soon as I was eligible. Um, I was quite driven to be screened. I'd had quite a few people um, around me in my workplace um, be diagnosed with breast cancer and I guess I was a little bit hyper alert that it was something that I I wanted to do. 
did, did so you, when it was open to me, I went straight away pretty much. Do you find that, um, I, I guess, people that you know also are sort of on the same page there as far as, you know, shortly after becoming um, eligible or, or where it's recommended to start screening that you see people typically going to that um, quite keenly? So, no, and I guess my background is I work in health, um, so well aware of the health implications and people's medical journeys, certainly particularly among the my queer community, it's not the mainstream to run as soon as you're eligible. I mean, on that front as well, were you, what emotions did you have going into screening? Into screening? Were you... Um, maybe potentially anxious about it? What was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, so I guess the first time when it's like anything, the fear of the unknown, like not really being sure what would happen or what you know I might have to do or reveal about myself. Um, but when I did go along, um, I was quite surprised. Like the, the process was really quite straightforward. Can you actually take us through... The process, Deb, what actually happens from the second that you walk into to a breast screen uh, Victoria clinic? Uh, so I screen in a Tuka, so it's a, the screen clinic is attached to our um, hospital's radiology department. So I guess the checking in is sort of fairly straightforward, you know, name, address, date of birth, that sort of thing, taken straight through um, to another room where there's a private change cubicle and given really clear instructions about what clothes to leave on, what clothes to take off, where to put your valuables, where to put everything um, and then, yeah, taken through into the actual screening room. Um, the screening process itself is not overly comfortable. Um, it's quite... I guess, intrusive to have your breast tissue handled by someone else. That's not something that I'm familiar with, um, but it's very professionally done. It's fairly quick. Um, yeah. And then once it's all over, yep, directed back to, you know, get dressed, take your gown off and you're on your way. How long do you think the process takes all up? I uh, look all up maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes at the most. And I yeah, think, not very long at all. Yeah, I think that's something people should keep in mind is if they are feeling hesitant about doing this. That Yeah, look, you know, it, depending on the person, some people don't actually find it uncomfortable. Some people find it um, quite uncomfortable, but it's it is over and done with fairly quickly. And in my experience of it, you do feel like, especially through Breast Green Victoria, you do feel like it is being handled with the utmost um, respect, the whole process, and as gently as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah, and very professional, yeah. What do you think is some of, I guess, you know, this mainly for people who are feeling a little anxious about, about doing this, what do you think are some of the misconceptions that they might have about, about breast screening? I guess that it's um, going to take a lot longer than it actually does. Um, perhaps it's more uncomfortable than it actually is. Um, perhaps feeling like you might need to be, you know, completely naked um, and perhaps not being sure how well trained the radiographers are, um, particularly in terms of 
you know, being inclusive and um, respectful of all members of the community. I mean, Deb, correct me if I'm wrong, you were um, a founding member of the uh, an LGBTIQA plus social group, uh, Campaspe, I think it's pronounced. Um, I, I guess... Campaspe. Campaspe, apologies. Yeah, it's the name of a river, Campaspe. Right, okay. Um, I, I guess from... Because you mentioned earlier that you'd heard experiences uh, from people from your experience in healthcare, um, the, those misconceptions, do you find that those or that some of those are, um, I don't know, spread more easily might be necessarily, might, might not be the right way to put it, but do you think that there's um, more scepticism potentially uh, within LGBTIQ plus communities and, and why do you think that, that might be? I think we're all a sum of our previous experiences and I think if, um, you know, someone has ever had a negative experience um, with any health service, that that can perhaps give them a negative um, attitude going in, that they're going to have that negative experience again. Um, and not all health providers are rainbow tick accredited or inclusive. And I guess that's where Breast Green Victoria um, is a little different, that it has gone through that process of that rainbow tick accreditation. Deb, just a, a, a quick, a quick question about uh, you as the, the president of oh, president of, of Goulburn Valley Pride as well as a founding member of the Campapsi LGBTIQA plus social group. Yeah, that. I mean, we we know that that the populations often in regional and rural areas tend to underscreen more when it comes to not just breast cancer but cervical cancer uh, across the board. Looking after their health in terms of health practitioners too, and feeling a sense of reticence that they might experience some homophobia from health practitioners. And what do you think are some of the issues that for people who live in regional and rural areas that they face when it comes to I guess, particularly around screening? Yeah, look, I think there's a multitude of reasons that people um, encounter different barriers. We're all so different that what's the limiting factor for one person is not necessarily going to be the same limiting factor for someone else. Um, but I think previous experience of services that perhaps aren't inclusive or don't use the right language where people don't feel welcome or accepted or able to be their true selves would certainly have a negative impact. In rural and regional communities, we often have less choice about where we receive our healthcare and that can further impact things. Some people don't even have a GP that they can perhaps be themselves with, so might have a, a bit of a negative attitude to healthcare. Um, but yeah, we're, we're all so complex. There's no one, one reason. We're going to chat about now is this new campaign which uh, is a partnership between Breast Green Victoria and Thorn Harbour Health called Picture of Health. Deb, can you take us through what the campaign is about? Um, so Picture of Health is a new campaign um, that was put together to encourage eligible LGBTIQA plus and trans and gender diverse um, people to get breast screened. Um, it uses the tagline, Scream with Pride and Get Your Picture of Health, um, and uses a series of sort of Polaroid-type snapshots to take people through that process. 
I've actually seen the campaign and it looks great. The, I, I love the design feature of the postcards. It's a really – and the videos where you're all speaking about your personal experiences with screening – are really great too. It's 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 really uh, motivational. It's um, I guess it's a campaign. What for something that could be quite a scary process for some people. I think it really takes the fear out and it really lets people know. Um, I guess that there's nothing to worry about and also the importance of screening. When it came to I guess being involved with the campaign, how how did that start for you? Uh, so being involved in the campaign or get being recruited as an ambassador, I guess, um, seemed almost like a bit of an accident. I feel like I just um, answered a, a quiz or a survey about my satisfaction and must have ticked a box that said I was happy to, to be involved. And from there, yep, phone calls from Breast Green Victoria, uh, interview style questions, they learned a bit more about me and um, yeah, the rest is history. I guess talking about that personal experience, um, what are some of the, the key um, messages, I suppose, you want people to take away from the campaign? Um, so I guess the, the reason for the, the campaign was to really try to... Uh, remedy a gap that was found. So research showed that the LGBTIQA plus community uh, were more than twice as likely to never have had a breast screen than um, the mainstream community. And it was it was thought that a, a specific strategic campaign um, will hopefully help to improve those numbers. Does it also include, because, I mean, given your... Um I, correct me if I'm wrong, like based in a regional community. I mean, in Goulburn Valley Pride, that's, uh, I'd probably say regional. That would be regional. I'm still coming to terms with yeah, it. it. I've, I've only been yeah. in Victoria for a few years, based so it's in- <laughs> coming to me slowly. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, how do you think those messages might also resonate with regional communities that, um, for for any number of reasons, uh, a lack of, as, as you spoke earlier, to um, rainbow tick accreditation, um, access to information um, and, and services, how do you think it might lend itself well to regional communities that may also, um, LGBTIQ plus people in those communities may not be screening as much as they should be? Yeah, and look, I would hope that a, a campaign like this would um, help to start some conversations um, and increase people's awareness of uh, breast screen eligibility, particularly among our trans and gender diverse who may not be aware that they uh, might be eligible. And it will encourage people to, to look at the website to check that eligibility criteria um, and hopefully proceed to, to have breast screening done. So what is the eligibility for being screened at uh, Breast Screen Victoria? Uh, so Breast Screen Victoria invites um, people aged 50 to 74 um, to have a breast screen every two years. Um, but anyone who's eligible over 40 can attend. The For the trans and gender diverse, um, community, there's a unique sort of set of factors that determine that eligibility and when breast screen might be useful. 
Um, so the website really is the best place for people to um, have a look at what the eligibility might be and, of course, to have a chat to their GP if they're, they're not sure. I guess it's a good point too because one of the questions that I see around, well, I saw on the, um, I think it was Breast Green Victoria's social media page the other day was someone asked, well, what do you do if you're uh, older than 74? And the advice is, well, basically, if you're not fit, if you're not within the criteria of 50 to 74 uh, but you feel you want to be screened because either there's a family history or that um, you found a lump, and then y- your best bet then is to go and speak to your GP. Yeah, and that's my understanding too, that the um, eligibility is sort of, you know, based around the, the research and what the known risk factors are, um, and certainly your GP would be the, the place to go for more specific information um, about your own health care. Can you take us through the actual uh, working on the campaign shoot? It looks like you had a lot of fun. Were you all there together? Uh, we were all there together. Um, so, yeah, the, the four ambassadors, we, di- we did have fun. Um, so we did sort of go one after the other, um, but did have a bit of an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit um, and also shared, you know, the morning, morning and afternoon tea and lunch. So that no, was a very fun day. If people are curious to find out more information on Picture of Health um, or indeed uh, screening information with Breast Screen Victoria, where can they go? Um, so the the best place to go would be to visit the the website, which is breastscreen.org.au forward slash Picture of Health. Fantastic. Deb Chumley, uh, Ambassador at Breast Screen Victoria, thank you so much for joining us this week on Well, Well, Well. Thank you so much for the opportunity and getting the message out there. It's such an important message to get out to the LGBTIQA plus community. We matter and we need to work on getting our health outcomes a bit better. Great. Thanks, Deb. You're getting Well, Well, Well with the team from Thorn Harbour Health. And that is it for the show this week. I uh, really appreciate uh, Deb Chumley from uh, Breast, Breast Screen Victoria. Uh, indeed, if you have any questions or um, suggestions for topics, you can let us know well, well, well at joy.org.au. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me in studio this week, Rachel. Thank you for joining me. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 your show for LGBTIQ health and well-being, presented by Joy sponsor, Thorn Harbour Health. For more on these topics and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website, thornharbour.org. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.